It's Friday, September 29th, 2023. Welcome to episode 72, the first episode of Autumn of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, with yet another government shutdown looming, the Alameda Food Bank is prepared to lend a hand to the Coast Guard. This weekend, we'll see if the Portola Festival has managed to solve last year's noise problem. Public Power Week is here, and that means rebates and tips on reducing your power consumption. EBMUD sets an ambitious goal for carbon neutrality. The Webster Tube has some overnight closures coming up. The Island Bowl goes to the Alameda Hornets in a big way. Our own Steve Gorman gets up close and personal with a bear. And the Food Bank players emphasize the community in community theater. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story... The deadline for Congress to avoid the 15th government shutdown since 1980 is 12.01 a.m. Sunday. Thus far, it looks like that shutdown will become a reality. For those serving in the Coast Guard, this presents a major problem as paychecks come to a halt. The Alameda Food Bank has been preparing for the potential shutdown and has been stockpiling food and arranging for distribution to Coast Guard Island should the need arise to help families there. Currently, the food bank is serving around 1,000 families a week. As Executive Director Teal Harden notes, that's not quite pandemic levels, but still well above the need that was seen prior to pandemic. The Coast Guard and the food bank have a close working relationship, with Coasties volunteering regularly and the food bank providing support during the previous shutdown. If the government shuts down again this coming Monday, the Coast Guard is prepared to load its own trucks, deliver and distribute groceries from the food bank warehouse to families on Coast Guard Island. Harden hopes, of course, that there is no shutdown, but even if all goes well and no one's work or pay is interrupted, there will still be some families that may need a little help making ends meet and putting enough food on the table. For a complete look at how the food bank is preparing, plus what you can do to help the ongoing needs, see Liz Barrett's article at alamedapost.com news. Last year, the inaugural Portola Festival at Pier 80 in San Francisco made waves here in Alameda. Sound waves. Back in episode 22, we all got something of a lesson in the behavior of low-frequency sound across open water as numerous complaints poured into Alameda police, wondering where the noise was coming from. Well, the EDM festival is back this weekend, and allegedly the promoters have taken steps to avoid a repeat of last year's unintended bonus sound. The stage has been repositioned, a new audio vendor hired, and sound monitoring will happen at more locations. The festival is Saturday and Sunday, with sound checks happening Friday between noon and 10. Weather may be helpful, as it looks like conditions will be more of a hindrance to sound transmission than last year's perfect storm that resulted in ideal conditions for bass notes to travel the eight miles unimpeded. For details on the festival, as well as the phone number set up by the promoter to monitor community feedback, see alamedapost.com news. And please, if you do hear the sounds of the festival, don't call APD. There is nothing they can do about it. The first week in October is Public Power Week, Alameda Municipal Power, celebrating with rebates and an EV showcase. AMP is doubling their smart thermostat rebate when you pair it with a rebate-approved heat pump system. They've also introduced a do-it-yourself energy audit, and on Sunday, October 8th, will host an electric vehicle expo at the City Hall parking lot on Oak Street. See EV offerings from Chevy, Ford, and Tesla, as well as a selection of e-bikes. For details and a link to reserve your free tickets, see alamedapost.com news. On the subject of utilities, East Bay Municipal Utilities District has stepped up their plans to achieve carbon neutrality by updating its energy policy so that both water and wastewater services will become carbon neutral by 2030. Three years ago, EBMUD's goal was for just the water system to be carbon neutral by that date. Now the goal has been upgraded to include the wastewater. 
Since 2000, Edmond has reduced its greenhouse gas emissions by 54% by generating solar energy, hydro energy, and biogas, as well as purchasing renewable energy sources, installing energy-efficient equipment and machinery, and purchasing zero- or low-emissions vehicles. Edmund has constructed 11 photovoltaic projects that have offset approximately 2% of its annual energy consumption. A 12th project currently underway in Orinda will add 5 megawatts. That translates to about 10% of energy use. For a look at additional projects designed to reduce greenhouse gases, head to alamedapost.com news. While you're there, check out our roundup of sustainability initiatives. Fall. When migratory birds return to California and crosswalks return to Alameda. Back in July, in episode 62, I discussed the repaving and restriping of Ensenal Avenue. Two months later, the crosswalks have finally begun to reappear. So far, the intersections from Peru to Willow have been completed. The Peru crosswalk, definitely a welcome sight to the families of Franklin Elementary. Still, quite a few to go, so keep an eye out for those crews as they work. Heads up for late-night travelers returning to the island October 2nd through the 4th. The Webster Tube will be closed from 10 p.m. until 4.30 a.m. each of those nights for maintenance. The Posey Tube will remain open, detours will be in place, and California Highway Patrol will be on the scene. So plan your trips accordingly. Don't forget more traffic disruptions this Sunday. It's the first Sunday of the month. That means the Alameda Points Antiques Fair. The 68th Annual Island Bowl is in the books. Definitely a one-sided affair. The Alameda Hornets snapped Ensenal's six-year winning streak with a decisive 34 to nothing victory. Alameda remains undefeated on the season at 4-0, while Ensenal dropped to 1-4. Through four games, the Alameda defense has allowed a total of 16 points. The all-time series now stands at 34-32-2 in favor of Alameda. Brian Wu's start against the Rangers on Sunday in Texas was a tough one. The Rangers tagged him for six earned runs on four homers as Texas completed a three-game sweep of the Mariners with a 9-8 win. Brian's line for the day, 3.1 innings pitched, six runs all earned on five hits with two walks and six strikeouts. Brian's record dropped to 4-5. and five. His ERA rose to 4.39. The one bright spot for Brian, a perfect second inning. Brian's final start of the regular season is tonight, Friday, in Seattle against those same Rangers. This could be a critical game for Seattle. Going into Thursday's action with four games left, all of them against the Rangers, the Mariners trail Texas by four games for the AL West lead and trail the Houston Astros by one and a half games for the final AL wildcard. Basically, Seattle needs to win the Texas series and could use some help from the Arizona Diamondbacks, who play the Astros this weekend. If Seattle were to end the season tied with the Astros, the Mariners would be in the postseason thanks to winning the season series against Houston. Bottom line, it's going to be a wild last weekend for Brian Wu and for Major League Baseball in general. Alameda Post readers have enjoyed Steve Gorman's various series on Alameda's historic homes. Steve is also a traveler and camper and recently spent some time on the west shore of Lake Tahoe. Steve's idyllic trip was interrupted somewhat when a hungry black bear decided to see what the campsite had to offer in the way of food. You'll definitely want to read about the adventure and see the beautiful photographs that Steve took of the furry visitor before he finally took his wife's sage advice to close the camper door. Learn more about Tahoe's West Shore. Enjoy the scenery with and without bear at alamedapost.com features. Dennis Evanoski has been busy. This Sunday, it's the final presentation of Eagle Avenue and Environs. Starting next Sunday, a walking history tour so big it needs two parts. Alameda Point, the former Naval Air Station. Part 1 explores the area north of West Tower Avenue. Part 2 focuses south of West Tower, Seaplane Lagoon, and the USS Hornet. Details on all tours at alamedapost.com tours. For a preview of the tour, plus some great background, you'll want to read Dennis's article, There's More Than Meets the Eye, at Alameda Point. 
Find it at alamedapost.com history. The Food Bank players finish up their run of Romeo and Juliet this weekend, including a performance at the Bruins Amphitheater in Orinda tonight, Friday. Final two shows at the Healing Garden, Saturday and Sunday at 2. Karen Jensen sat down with Gene Kahane of the Food Bank players to talk about what goes into a production like Romeo and Juliet and how the players are truly a community troupe. AlamedaPost.com slash features. Congratulations to Faction Brewing. They're celebrating their 10th anniversary on Saturday. Details and tickets on their Facebook page. A lot more happening this weekend. As always, AlamedaPost.com slash events is your go-to for happenings here in Alameda. The Enplan Air exhibit concludes at the Frank Bett Center this weekend. The last day is Saturday. John Brothers Piano Company hits the Radium Runway Friday night at 7. Saturday brings the Farmer's Market from 9 until 1. Alameda Recreation and Parks invites you to the Family Fun Bike Around Alameda Ride on Saturday at 9, a relaxed five-mile ride from Lincoln Park to Gene Sweeney, where you'll enjoy refreshments and entertainment. The Feathered Outlaw presents their Magical Market Saturday from 11 to 5 at 1506 Webster. The city invites you to an in-person D-Pave Park Community Workshop Saturday at 1 at 1751 Monarch Street on Alameda Point to discuss the latest park and the latest plans and get your feedback. Lots more going on this weekend. You can find more events, as always, alamedapost.com events. Thank you for supporting local news for Alameda. You can join us as a member. There's some really cool thank you gifts, alamedapost.com memberships. Remember, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Mastodon, Threads, Blue Sky, as well as our own subreddit. And don't forget to subscribe to our new channel on Apple News. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcasts or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with Episode 73 of the Alameda Postcast.